0: Good morning, this is um, is another addition to the story pieces, which pieces to me is um, a healing process. It's um, my mind is trying to put pieces together to explain um, why I behave the way I do why I'm where I am in life, how I got here, what my purpose may be, and it also explains the new artwork on my podcast that was um, put together by my daughter at a young age. Um, Both pieces of artwork on my podcast so far are hers, and she was an abuse victim as well. So, It's very ironic that they, they actually, they describe a lot of my life too. And that's, I imagine there's a lot of people out there that could relate to both of those pieces of art, Um, which saddens me. It really, really does. There's not a day that goes by that I don't think about why didn't I see something or why didn't I do something different why, 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 the whys, but I've I've learned so far and there could be a better answer, but there's no answer to that. (laughs) There's no answer. So just stop asking. You're only punishing yourself. Um, You know, there's a lot of Accusations, I guess, because you know I don't have written proof or video in this in these recordings. I don't have you know anything to substantiate what I'm saying. But I'm not doing this to prove anything to anyone except myself. I'm proving to myself that I can get past it by telling it and sharing it and. Uh, allowing others to know the true me and why I behave the way I do and how to help me and for me to help others not let it take their life over and let that become their identity because it really isn't my identity. I don't, I, am not an abuser. I mean, I'm not a sexual abuser for sure. And I, I don't consider myself an abuser of anything, um, I might be a glutton, but I'm not an abuser. Um. So there are so many times that I felt alone as a kid, um, a young, young child. And when I'm describing these things, please, I, I want to keep telling you how much. I love my mom and I don't hold anything against her because I think she did the best she could at the time with what she was given. I don't think she was given a lot of um, advice or help as, as a young mom. She had me very young and from what she's told my daughter, she hasn't really even said anything to me. I don't know why she won't talk to me about what happened to her but... She's very, very brief. And and I'm sure it's because she's embarrassed. That's what my assumption is. And I'm going to, I'm going to at a point get her to answer some questions on here. I'm going to attempt it so that maybe not only can I understand her more, but so that it will validate the things that I'm telling you, or maybe it'll help me, um, decide whether or not I've been, maybe I've interpreted things wrong. So I I try to look at things from both sides of the story, you know, both sides and not just have one opinion about a matter. It may not seem like that to some people because I'm pretty bullheaded. If I'm sure of something, it's hard for me to hear the other side of the story. Now, if I have doubt, then I will definitely listen. So, the only doubt I have right now is, did she have more than one person? Um, Did she have sex with more than one person that night that I was made? Um, Or conceived, I guess. Let me use big girl words. When I was conceived. Or, or was it truly just the one person that raped her and she does, and she finally knew who it was or she knew who it was and didn't want me to hurt because she knew that person was not a good person? Or maybe, maybe there was a bigger plan. Maybe God knew that that wasn't the right father to raise me, but the genetics, he wanted those genetics to mix with hers because it would make a good person. I don't know. I'm just coming up with these. I'll come up with anything to try and make the, the story logical, (laughs) because if it's not logical to me, especially being more in the science world, which I love science, but also love different, so if there's, you know, I don't mind being different, Um, actually I used to hate it, but I've grown to love it, Um, you know, like a gap in your teeth. I, I used to really hate that. It was the only reason I wore braces. My teeth per- were perfectly straight, but I didn't want to be different. Everyone else's teeth didn't have that. And um, I didn't want it. So, but now I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being a little different. I don't, I there's a thing on my Instagram account that says I'm okay with being weird. I like being weird. Well, weird is not really weird if you like it. Weird is just different. So anyway, back to that, um, one day I'm going to find the courage to talk to her again. I talked to her about it when I first found out about him and the, the reaction on her face was, she was horrified that I knew something about this man. Um, but <clears throat> I, I really just don't think she had any knowledge as a, a teenager about what, happens when maybe i'm sure she knew that you get pregnant but maybe there's some things i don't know about how she was raised so there might be some secrets that i wasn't supposed to know yet but secrets they turn into rumors and rumors are bad because they're not the truth so we don't want to keep any more secrets Not about something as serious as my life. I don't, I I just can't. And, um, if someone has a question for me, it's a meaningful question now, whether it's family, friends, or a stranger, ask me. If I want to tell you, I will. If I don't have the answer, then I'll tell you I don't have the answer. Um, if I think it's none of your business and it's not going to benefit anyone, I'll tell you, um, it's none of your business. I'll ask you also, when you ask me a question and it's something like, how are you doing today? Is everything all right? And I'll say, is it because you care or you just be nosy? And that sounds like a smart ass re-answer and it is, it is a smart ass answer. Cause if you don't care, stay out of it. You don't give a crap. I mean, there's a difference in a Walmart version of how are you doing? And so how was your weekend? Did, did you get everything fixed? You don't, if you don't, if you gave a fuck and cared if I got everything fixed, you'd be, you'd know because you'd be here helping me get it fixed. So that's how Cheryl thinks. And if you don't like it, I don't care. Huh? <laughs> When you get to know me, if you don't know me, if you ever want to get to know me, Cheryl don't care. You may think she cares. She don't care. She'll lead you to believe she cares what you think. And she'll walk away going, stupid ass. I don't give a shit what you think. Think all you want to. So, that's just that little sarcastic middle of the week. Cheryl coming out. And I apologize. Not really. You know that song? <laughs> There's a song that says, uh, I'm sorry, but not really, or something like that. I apologize, but not really. That's me. I'm a Kevin Gates. Um, I do apologize when I'm sincere, but when it comes to things that I know that people don't give a shit about, I'm not. I'm not sincere. So I try not to say I'm sorry too much anymore. I used to say, oh, I bumped into someone. I'm sorry. But if I, I mean, if they're not gonna um, care whether or not I'm sorry, then I'm gonna take it back. I'm kind of aggressive in that way. Um, Because my apologies really are usually, normally, if I apologize now, I mean them. And if someone doesn't accept it, that makes me angry. So, I'll work on that. I'm going to try and work on that. Actually, I'm getting counseling for that. And it really, really angers me that I am the one having to get counseling. When I was an innocent person that was taken advantage of, shouldn't they be getting counseling? I mean, really? You mean to tell me this person well two of the people that have abused someone in my life are alive and they're not getting counseling as far as I know if they are hallelujah I mean another person will be saved but I don't think they are I don't think they care enough I don't think they think that what they did was wrong or wrong enough how about that wrong enough we'll just go that far I'll give them that much credit Maybe they think it was just like, oh, just, it wasn't a big a deal. You didn't die. You're still alive. You do good. Heard that before. No, maybe you don't see the death because the death is deeper than what you can see. It's a death of your soul. It starts to die off because you don't know who you are or why you are or, or why did you deserve to be different? And different is not bad, if it's a good thing. But different's bad when you feel alone and, um, gross. When you feel gross, that's what, that's the best. I always felt gross. Not because I looked gross. I felt dirty. I was the dirty one. And I wasn't. I was innocent. I was clean and innocent. Um, and those people, two, two of the people took that away from me. And one person took it away from my daughter. My family. And I intend on making it right. Whether that's preventing anyone else. Or if that's confronting the person that did it, which I already did. Uh, um, whatever that means. If that means I start a A support group, um, a podcast that everyone can just say what they need to say anonymously, or uh, their name, or or we have a fight club (laughs) that we hold in the old tunnel, the bankhead tunnel, on certain nights, and we just knock it out. I don't know, (laughs) whatever it is, I'm up for suggestions because um, you know, for me. I'm surprised I'm not in some kind of fight club because I have a lot of anger, a lot of built-up animosity um, toward someone taking my innocence away. And if I look, when I look back at my pictures as a child, um, you could see, you could see innocence and then pain all at the same time. It was... It's hard to to look at. You can see the time changes of um, pain. It would go from a little bit of pain to a lot of pain. A lot of pain. And um, I'm sure some of that was uh, the divorce of my parents. The separation from my brother. Living in a new city. Having a stepfather that was an alcoholic. Son of a bitch. Take advantage of my mom and her innocence by using her good name and credit to uh, build the business that he wanted um, and, then, and then ruining our lives. And in a way, she now, my mom is now a lost soul. I feel like she is just a lost soul. She doesn't really know what she wants in life because she hasn't come to terms with what I'm coming to terms with in her way and I, I want to help her just as much as myself I want to help anyone that's hurting because it's horrible pain it's not a pain that you can see or took a drug for um, I'm sure there's drugs that will make me not think but I don't want to not think because I like thinking um, when I'm not thinking about all this shit that happened to me I'm thinking good stuff like I wonder what the moon looks like I wonder, like, in person. I wonder what it smells like. Can you smell it? Um, I wonder a lot of things. Like, I love things. And I like mysteries. And I like education. And so, it makes me very, very, very mad and sad at the same time. Of What would I be? Where would I be right now had it not been for this? Would I be worse? Would it be worse? Could I have possibly ended up in prison for uh, being more outgoing than I was because of what was happening? It's possible. Could I have ended up um, pregnant um, at an early age by this person that was taking advantage of me? it's so hard to say but molesting me what what would have happened then how could my life have changed then it would have been the worst thing in the world to me to be pregnant by someone that abused you and still be able to face your own flesh and blood and not have an abortion and you know what my mom did that She needs an award for doing that. I give her credit for it. She doesn't give herself credit for it. She was abused by a man, whether he admitted it in a different way or not. He made made her have sex with him. And whatever, however you want to put that. He forced himself on her. And raped her. So. We can go ahead and define rape if you want. We can go back to the Jodie Foster movie. And and watch that if you want. We We can go through history and name off a bunch of things. You know, to prove what rape is. But no means no. Have we not heard that? How long have we been hearing that? No means no. No means no. And... I don't know if that was the case. Maybe she didn't say anything. Maybe she was caught off guard. Maybe she was partying and um, they took advantage of someone that was intoxicated. I don't know. I don't know. It's not the first person it's happened to. There's been stories about that. There's been stories in the news um, in the last, well, just about every day. Well, teenagers you know they get drunk at parties and they want, this girl winds up either drugged or so intoxicated that they make videos and 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 guess what happens sometimes to those people those girls. They never get any vindication and guess what they do. They commit suicide. I know for a fact because I just saw that on one of the shows that I watch um, on Netflix. So I could have ended up, she could have ended up like that. My mom could have ended up like that. So I know that she's a strong woman and she could have aborted me easily. But she didn't, she chose for whatever reason It could have been because she didn't didn't know how to to have an abortion or whatever. But it was definitely in the times in the 60s that it was not acceptable to be young, unwed, and pregnant. So, for any of those listeners that have already made their mind up about my mom should have done something different or giving me up for adoption or maybe she caused it. You know what? Fuck you. Fuck Fuck you. Because I'm here. And I'm a good person because of her. And I want her to know that. I want her to feel that, that I get it. I fucking get it. She is a victim as well and the cycles of being a victim are hard to break. Because you you may not be a victim of the same, you may not, the person that's um, abused may not cause the same abuse to someone, but they, they fall into a pattern of um, putting up with stuff that they shouldn't because if, if it's abuse, no one has to be abused. We were put in this world to learn from each other and to... Well, this is my interpretation. To make the, make everyone better and happy. And um, which can... You have to go through hard times to have good times. Or they would all just be times. There wouldn't be, there wouldn't be a, a, a scale. But, but stop. Don't... A scale doesn't have to always make one person at fault. She's not at fault. She doesn't have to take the whole blame. And on the same note, neither does the rapist. I don't know what was going on with him. Maybe he was intoxicated to the point of not knowing what he was doing was wrong. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because, you know, at the time I talked to him many years ago, before he died, many, many years ago, I was not in the place to care what he had to say. I didn't have the wisdom I do now. Um, I had children I was trying to raise or, well, the first time I was so young, I, finding out who my father was was not on my agenda because I had a father that was hella good and and picked a better one, so why would I be looking for another father? I wasn't. I knew who he was. He was the man that was there when I was sick, when I was I needed to be disciplined, when I needed clothes, when I needed food, when I needed someone to pinch my ear in church because I wasn't paying attention, or give me a hug um, because I was crying because my mom wasn't there, or because whatever. Or, because my brother pushed me down. He was there. That was my dad. That's the father I'm talking about. But the other one, the one that raped my mom, maybe he had some issues. I mean, he grew up with, I think, five brothers. So, I'm sure there was some. Who knows? I I don't even know. In a small town in, you know, the South, all kinds of things happened in the 60s. You know, he was a teenage, teenager in late teens, I, I think. Late teens, early 20s, and um, late 60s. So, the 60s were a, a good, like, turning point year for a lot of people. Like, a lot of things happened. But there are also very painful things that happened and ended then. So, people make mistakes. It's just too bad that that person couldn't have apologized to the person who did it to And maybe he did. Maybe he did apologize to my mom. But she's hard. She's hard. To her shell. She is worse than Eminem. She has got that Eminem coating like 16 times thicker. She might hear you and acknowledge you. But she she's still things on the inside. Fuck you. I know her. Or she'll just clam up and look at you like, I ain't even listening to you. You might as well be talking to my shoe. As a matter of fact, my shoe's about to be talking to you. It's about to be up your ass. So shut the fuck up and move on. That's my mom. That's where I got that from. It's that uh, Irish, uh, well, German, I don't know what I am. It's from my grandmother. I I remember my grandmother was like that. She'd tell you in a heartbeat just, just these days it would be something like suck my you know what or fuck off. Back then I don't know what she did. She, she would just tell you, get the hell out of here before I give you something to talk about. She, she's a mean old funny woman. Um. So I, anyway talking about people's abuses and I have excuses for these abusers and my abuse um, or my my mom and everyone. She did some fucked up things. You know, I'm sure. But we all do. And we all want to be forgiven, right? I know I do. I don't want to be always wondering If my um, family thinks that I could have done more, I probably could have. I'm sure I I should have. But when you're in it, you don't see it. You can't see it. It's like being in the eye of a hurricane. And if you're familiar with hurricanes, when that eye passes over, which is what you feel like you're in, when you're a child of abuse, or when you're being abused, you feel like, oh, everything's good, there's nothing to worry about, it's calm, it's going to be okay now, and then I don't need to say anything, I don't need to do anything different, look, the wind's not even blowing, it's not even raining, barely raining, it's over, you know, it's all over, we can rest. And then, boom. Here comes. The, the hurricane passes through and fucks with you again. That's what it's like. That's a super good... It's, it, it's a good way for me to express what I'm saying. It just... Your life is a hurricane. And when you're abused, there are times when you are in the in the eye of the hurricane. The, t- the little calm, quiet... I and you just think everything's happy, happy, glory, glory. When deep down inside, that other side of the hurricane's about to hit, and you're not gonna be prepared because you think, oh, it's all gone. So yeah, I like that. Okay, very good, Cheryl. I'm patting you on the back for that. Although someone else may think it's the stupidest thing they've ever heard, especially if you've never lived through a hurricane. So. Um, it's, this is kind of a rambling day. Instead of a rambling man, it's a rambling woman because I, there's, I just have there's going to be months and months of things that I have to say before I can get it all out. And we're talking 40 something years of living with it, trying to hide it trying to be someone else really uh, not I mean that's not a good way to put it I, I've never wanted to be someone else I just didn't want to be the person that was abused and so I guess that kind of is someone else but I pretended to that I was fine because after so many years you think eh, no one's gonna save you so why bother you try, and you try, and you try, and even after I even after I did tell, because someone was persistent, thank God, got me out of that situation, someone that had their eyes open, um, I still didn't get, what did I get from that? Nothing, I got out of the situation, but the person that did it, he didn't pay. He may have paid on the inside and internally and for an eternal hell, but um, he didn't have to go to jail or any of those things that we normally associate with payment for something bad that you do. Uh, this is a, a, a criminal thing, something now that you do go to jail for. And and when you're in jail for child molestation, you get molested in jail. And I laugh when people talk about that, like on TV shows, how child molesters, when they go to jail, like on, you know, it could be a fictional TV show. He's about to get raped. I'm thinking, that's what he gets. I hope he does over and over again, right in his butt. I hope he gets raped. I hope he um, has to see grossness that he's, doesn't want to see I hope, I hope a lot of that but it never happened anyway so he never went to jail he was a conniving 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 evil person and it, there's just no other way to describe him evil look it up in the dictionary or the encyclopedia or google it or or whatever I'm sure you've got a mental image. Evil. Lies, steal, cheat, abuse, evil. So, um, I kind of got off my subject, but um, all of my subjects run together because that's what my life feels like it did. It ran together. that makes sense. I never really had stopping points of goodness. It was always something. I might have had like a brief second of joy Um, but never it was always I knew I had to go back to it. It's like being let out of prison. Uh, for, for, uh, I don't know what they do that for. Like, work, work release. And knowing you gotta go right back in that cell. You might not have to go back for eight hours, but you gotta go. So, I'm surprised I didn't become, like, a scholar. Like, and try to be in school more. Uh, which, of course, I was young. But, I'm surprised that I didn't do that to escape... I don't think it would have been allowed. He was a, um, he wanted to keep people down because when you're smarter than him, when you're smarter than someone that abuses you, they tend to stop abusing you because they know that you'll, you'll be able to, um, you're smarter than them, then, then you'll figure it out. Well, I figured it out early on. I just didn't want my family hurt. I really was worried about that. I was worried. I I kind of, in the back of my mind, I know this, I I sound desperate, but I'm not. In the back of my mind in those days, I knew I was not going to be in it forever. I knew that either I was eventually going to be old enough to leave, which would have gotten me out of it, um, or eventually someone would figure it out, or he would stop. I knew it would stop one day. It would stop for me anyway. I worried for my mom. At one point I worried for her more. And then I started thinking, I'm not worried for her anymore because I've tried to tell her. She didn't want to hear it. I think sometimes it's painful and hard for her couldn't believe it I mean I wouldn't want to believe it I didn't believe it Some I mean, similar things happened to uh, to me my daughter I didn't want to believe it so the easier story that I was told by her first she wanted the same thing I did she didn't want to disturb the family she didn't want anyone to get hurt she wanted to keep it status quo, just get some, get it to stop and get them to admit it, and and abusers are not going to do that, they're not, and I'm, if they were, they wouldn't do it to begin with, unless they had like a mental breakdown, they have no reason to, they're, they're not the same people that we are, and that's what a lot of Unless you've been abused, you're not going to understand what I'm saying. That's why I wanted to just... God, I'm I'm begging people to listen. Listen to what I'm saying. Abused kids and abused people. Adults. They're scared to tell for being ostracized again. Once you get out of it, you definitely don't want to do it again. And kids, they're scared because they think that they'll... They'll be held accountable. And and abusers are not going to admit it because they know what can happen to them. So how do we fix this problem? How? We fix this problem by not being ashamed of what happened to us because we didn't do it. We didn't do it. It wouldn't matter if I wore uh, a short skirt that said slut on the back of it. Enter here. At... at 10 years old. That doesn't mean you get the opportunity to enter there. That doesn't mean it's a welcome gate. You know? So, there is no excuse. and We've got to stop being ashamed. Now, you know, there's through having a a 6 year old grandson and just I'm, I'm always very, I know it can happen to voice too. Uh, I'm trying not to be blind to that. Because that could be my blind part. Um, I would be blind to that. Um, stranger danger. That's, that's the, the new thing. Stranger danger, stranger danger. But you know what? They're not always strangers. So we've got to figure out something else too. We've got to figure it out, Folks. And when I say folks, I mean me and anyone, everyone, it's, it's like drugs, say no to drugs. We've got say no to drugs, we've got stranger danger. Um, we've got, you can leave your child, I forget what that's called. If you have a baby and you don't want it, you can leave it at the hospital and, and they won't prosecute you or whatever. They'll find them and get home. But there needs to be something like that besides an abuse hotline. Because how many kids are gonna call an abuse hotline? I mean, they do all have phones now, but are they gonna call it? Nope. Why is that? Let's ask ourselves that question. Why? Because they've been abused, <laughs> and if they were abused like I was, that abuse was intimidation. Intimidation keeps you from doing that because you're afraid. Even if, even if that, even if the um, hotline says. Uh, they'll protect you. We don't believe you. We don't believe you at all. It's we we think that we have and I'm saying we as an abuse victim, we think we have the worst case in the world. And so you don't know this person. Even though you might understand it. We think that you're you're gonna fail at it. And, I, and then what? And then, and then it's gonna be worse. Then I'm going to get more beatings or more whatevers um, instead of help. So we've got to fix that in our system. And I hope that someone that's uh, way smarter than me um, in this area can do that. that. That's a good good goal for me. I like that. My goal was to get it out, and I'm finding different things that I want to accomplish with it now. Um, Well, of course I would love for um, the people that did it to me to have to uh, just, just apologize, apologize and try to make it right. But one of them's not because they're dead. And the other one I did try to get, I mean recently and they adamantly denied it. And I'm waiting on the day that this person calls me up or sends me a letter or takes me to court or whatever they do say, yep, you're right. I did it, and I'm so ashamed, and I'm sorry. I I keep waiting. I'll be waiting. Maybe they will. It's a hard position, because it's my mom's baby sister. And so, I'm going to pause for a second, so that I can um, think about what I want to say next, because... Um, it's got to mean something and I'm having to think so (laughs) hang in there with me I'll be back in a moment